Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting as usual with wheat and this week's headlines, the macroeconomic concerns weigh on sentiment, aspirational Ukrainian grain export hopes, and the Russian crop gets bigger, but exports lag. Derivative prices are on the defensive, probing the lower end of recent trading ranges as spec and fund selling hold sway. Weak Chinese data and global inflation concerns have fed the demand destruction narrative with consumers backing away from the market. Tensions between China and Taiwan and the US continue to be ramped up, which some fear will reduce demand for US goods to China. Newswires and social media are reporting daily on shipping progress through the grain corridor, with the talk of an aspirational 3 to 4 million metric tonnes monthly going forward. The reality is thus far that circa 750k is likely to be shipped via Black Sea ports in August, which includes vessels that were trapped prior to the war, mostly of maize and sunflower seed, but very little wheat. There are reports of major logistical issues caused by trains and trucks over Ukrainian western borders. This is being exacerbated by the low water levels on the Danube and Rhine caused by the drought in Europe, with neighbouring Hungary, Bulgaria, Romania and Poland struggling to cope with the additional flow whilst accommodating their own harvests. There are also reports that some multinational grain company elevators in the Black Sea ports are unmanned due to the ongoing war. A return to anything like the normal service appears some way off and one stray rocket away from undoing all the goodwill. Russian production estimates continue to rise and range between 86 to 95 million metric tonnes depending on the source. Whatever the reality, exports lag the pace needed to meet the 42 million metric tonnes USDA target with only 5.8 million tonnes expected to be shipped in July and August. Freight premiums of $20 plus are reported to be asked by owners out of the Black Sea who understandably prefer trouble-free available origins with EU shipments 30% ahead of last year, according to port data. Unfortunately, the EU seem incapable of accurately reflecting this, admitting that their data is incomplete, although why this is the case is open to speculation. The EU and US maize crops are still too high. The Chinese maize crop is suffering from record temperatures, whilst India bizarrely increased their wheat crop this week, despite trade forecasts being 10 to 15 million metric tonnes lower, which is more likely given their record domestic prices. The wheat harvest in Europe is now racing to a conclusion, with farmers' minds now turning towards winter plantings, no doubt relieved to see some rain finally arrive. UK growers are generally happy with their wheat yields, although milling wheat quality is variable, which may eventually open up some third country, non-EU, demand for our lower grades. UK feed wheat exports are ongoing with Spain, Portugal, Ireland and Holland in the market. Fundamental arguments are not finding any traction in what is currently the domain of the chartists, speculative selling and institutional money flows. Let's hope it's reflected in our pension pots although I won't hold my breath. Malting barley's headlines for this week. The Matif market falls, malting barley prices continue to fall, and will feed barley follow? The European Matif market, which is used by most maltsters and malting barley traders, has fallen €20 this week. Maltsters have withdrawn from the market, brewers are reluctant to price malt in this falling market, and with very uncertain demand due to the economic situation. 
Most open-field malting barley stores are now full. Owing to a lack of water in the major European rivers like the Rhine, Danube and Mosul, early malting barley shipments are unlikely to be executed for some months until sufficient rain has fallen. Therefore, the malting barley price has continued to fall, as has the premium over feed barley. If the wheat market continues to fall, so will feed barley, thus removing what the remaining bulls in the market hoped would be a flaw to the market. As we said many months ago, even with an average harvest, the UK would have an exportable barley surplus of 750,000 metric tonnes, most of which is malting. So the UK would not be short of barley, certainly up to Christmas, and this has proved to be correct. On to oilseed rape. The monthly USDA supply and demand report surprised the market. Palm oil's at a six-week high and there's weakness in Chicago soybeans. Last Friday saw the monthly USDA supply and demand report. Production and yield estimates of soybeans were increased, surprising the market following weeks of dry weather. The estimate of US 22-23 soybean production was raised from 4.505 billion bushels to 4.531 billion and yield was raised from 51.5 to 51.9 bushels per acre. Following this report, Chicago soybeans dropped more than 3.5% on Monday and continued to slide on Tuesday with additional pressure from expectations of improved weather and unexpected data from China that suggested declining demand for US agricultural commodities. Wednesday saw soybeans trade higher on bargain hunting and concerns over the crop's potential after the recent dry weather but these gains were muted as wetter weather across much of the U.S. growing region is expected to aid crops as they near harvest. Last week saw palm oil close at a six-week high, supported by signs of a pickup in demand from key buyers and gains in rival Dalian oils. However, after the USDA report weaker soybeans weighed on the market and palm oil dropped over 2% on Monday, Tuesday saw another drop. Palm oil was 6% down on the back of August export data, with further pressure coming from weaker crude oil and soybeans. Palm oil was mostly firmer on Wednesday, following firmer Malaysian palm oil futures on the back of a cut in the export tax reference price in Malaysia. The ringgit, palm's currency of trade, fell for a fourth day against the dollar to its lowest since January 2017, making the commodity cheaper for holders of foreign currency. Domestic prices keep falling following the lower Chicago and Matif rapeseed. We've now lost £45 a tonne in a week. Rapeseed futures are weaker on expectations of improving global rapeseed stocks and tracking losses in crude and rival edible oils. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator, just oilseed rape once again this week. For August 22, 485 to 490 pounds and November 495 to 500. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.